Hey, what's up? This is Billy from Dillinger 4, and you're listening to The Dummy Room. What's up, guys? Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast, number 179. I am Nate. Mucho thanks to everybody who has been listening lately. Most definitely makes it worthwhile to do this. Uh, this episode's guest, um, hailing from Austin, Texas, it's Dave Cavallo from Dropped Out. What's up, Dave? Not much. Uh, just hanging out. <laughs> I got your name right, didn't I? Cavallo? Yeah, you actually uh, uh, <laughs> pronounced it correctly. I mean, a lot of people say Cavallo, but no, it's Cavallo. Yeah. Cool, cool. So how you doing, man? You doing good? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm excited to have you on. I'm, I was surprised when when you reached out. I was like, uh, Are you sure you want me on your show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, no. So I've been uh, I've been a fan for a while, and just the new album. Once it finally finally came out, I heard it and I was completely floored by it. And I'm like, God damn! I got to get this guy on the show. Uh-huh. This band is amazing. Yeah, we we've been waiting so long to get this out. It's <laughs> we started recording at the end of 2020. So wow, it's it's been quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But before <laughs> we get to all the uh, the dropped out talk, I got uh, we got we got a few new few new jams to play. So I want to get to those. Is that cool? Yeah. So we got we got new tunes from the Yodis, Oldie Hawn, and the Borderlines. <laughs> You ready, dude? Yeah. All right. First up is the Yodis. Have you heard the Yodis before this? I have not. This is the first time I've heard them. Okay, so they're from Brazil. Totally fucking cool band. Um, they got a new album coming out. Uh, I believe it's just CD, at least right away. It's going to be on Mom's Basement. They're playing Punk Rock Verduno this year. And I've been a fan for a while. I dig their first album a lot, or more of like an EP, but um, I dig that. And uh, John, you know, said I could play something. So, uh, new tune, comic books. I know the perfect world, that's where I wanna live. Super feeling, scam and go, but they never win. I can become invisible, and I still fly around. I am the hero of my town Here I am, no average Joe Cause everybody knows my name I wear one of those silly outfits You can play me on a video game And that's not the reason why It's my perfect world But that's the only place where my Could be as half as cool as my comic book 
I I like the idea that there's nerds who like punk rock and it's like they <laughs> blend so well together. Yeah. Are you a comic <laughs> book nerd? Not not as much as like I don't have comic books, but I like the idea of them and I, I like the comic book characters and stuff like that. It's like when I was younger, uh I I liked the comic book cards. And what's that? Yeah, like the what's X-Men, a comic book like, card. You know, like baseball cards? You know, like, yeah, they were baseball cards, but it was like X-Men. Okay. And like all the Marvel stuff. And I just, I just like the artwork. I, I could never like read. I, my reading comprehension has always been low. <laughs> and, but I just like the pictures and I just, yeah. the characters are always cool. What's your favorite uh, comic book character? Um, Probably Wolverine. I, yeah, that's know. cool. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I always uh, I like the uh, movie adaptations of the comic books. I guess right. you know I was yeah. never really into comics, but I love like I love the Marvel movies and shit like that. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I have a favorite. Yeah, I because I grew up watching like the cartoons, like X Men cartoons in the nineties. Yeah, okay. And I feel like that's where kind of my love goes. Just. Watching like episodes and TV is is a lot easier for me than to read something. <laughs> yeah, I just don't have the uh, some of those comic book series like uh, like Spider Man and shit. Like they started so long. There's like hundreds and hundreds of them, you know. And I just yeah. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to start. So right. I just didn't. And uh, I don't know. Maybe like uh, I like the series, like the Marvel series, like Jessica Jones and stuff. She's mm-hmm. cool. Um. Yeah, I was never a comic book nerd. I used to collect yeah, I, uh, Garbage Pail Kids, though. Garbage Pail <laughs> Kid cards? I remember those. from. I, I think <laughs> I was a little too young to really uh, really get into them, but my brothers had them. Yeah, they were cool. Comic books, man. Great song. And uh, I, I, I dig it. I, I think that they are like... Um, they have that accent, that 
I don't know. I don't know what a Brazilian accent is, but you can tell that they're not, you know, they're coming from somewhere else. You can kind of tell. And I, I dig it. I, I love their sound. They have the they have that summer sound, summer punk rock, not too beachy. Some of their stuff, they, they sure have that Beach Boys harmony stuff down. And uh, great band. I fucking dig them. I don't know when the album's coming out. I, I think it's I think it's going to be out before Reduno. So in about a month, it should be out. And I think it's CD only. Mom's Basement will have it. You know, they're putting it out. So you'll hear about it. Yeah. You a big fan of Mom's Basement? Uh, lately, they've been doing a lot of great stuff. <laughs> lately. They, they did. <laughs> lately, like the well, last five I mean, years. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> well, I mean, within the last, like, maybe two years, really. I Like, because they did the... I, I had never heard of them until uh, they did the uh, the Koopas discography thing. Oh, okay. And Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, you probably know those guys, huh? Yeah, I mean, Tron was... The drummer for oh that's right band, so <laughs> yeah 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 John actually told me that yeah John's been it seems like the last couple of years he's been overly active so very mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he's just going for it the last couple of years so good dude and and a great label yeah he's very supportive I mean he seems to really dig the bands he puts out so oh yeah I yeah mean, that's always cool nothing but good words for John right um. But yeah, Yodis, man, I I fucking dig them. I've heard the album. I didn't send the whole thing to you. Uh, whole the whole album is great. It's it's gonna be uh, their best stuff that I've heard. I was kind of blown away when I heard it actually. Yeah, next up though, dude, you're bringing a song to the table. I couldn't believe yeah, it um, yesterday uh, when I got that message from you. It, it wasn't my idea. I would have never thought of it. Like I, cause I didn't, I wouldn't know that they'd be down to do that. But uh, <laughs> so, Tron's wife Chelsea thought like. You, you need to bring something to the table. And I was like, uh, I do. Because I feel like, I I mean, I, I'm not a confident man. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't have much to say. So she, that that idea was like, I was like, yes, that, that's a great idea. I like it. <laughs> yeah, so you're bringing some oldie haun, some new oldie haun. Yep. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I fucking dig oldie haun. Like, it's... I, I don't really hold back on those guys because I think they're one of the best newer bands going. I fucking dig them. I thought I was in pretty good with those guys, <laughs> and I could uh, I couldn't get the new songs to play, but you brought it, so I'm happy with that, dude. Glad I could bring something. <laughs> so I forget what the I'm looking to see what the song's called now. I forgot. Uh, Barely human. I dig Oldie Hawn, and this is this sounds like Oldie Hawn, but it's a little different to me. I've heard some of the I've heard some demos or some some unfinished stuff off the new record and it's fucking great. And I keep thinking I for some reason I suddenly think that they kind of sound like the Windowsill to me. There's something about that band that reminds me of the Windowsill and this song sounds like the Windowsill meets like Proton Packs or Lillingtons or something. Yeah, see, I I I wrote down cuz I was taking notes when I was listening to it. I wrote <laughs> list, Lillingtons X. Yeah. Like it definitely yeah, definitely Lillingtons, I hear it. <laughs> yeah, Lillingtons, have been, they're just so influential on everything these days, so it's, it's hard to escape that, you know, that comparison with almost anybody. But I, I there's something else there. It's not Lillington's clone. It's not Cody Core, but... Right, no, no. Just a little bit. But you, dude, you have some of that going on, too, on your stuff, too. I hear that. But yeah, anyways, uh, the new <laughs> Oldie Hawn, I have no idea. We don't know when this is coming out, do we? It's not, I, probably not, not this not year. Not a either. clue. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea, actually. And they're cool with uh, with, with us playing this? 
As far as I know, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, fuck them if they're not. I saw, I saw the, uh, <laughs> I saw the the text exchange, and I, I'm pretty sure I, I really did. Cool. It's cool. Okay. Cool. Well, the song's <laughs> called Barely Human. Here you go. Yeah, dude, Oldie Hawn, I absolutely love that band. You guys played shows with them? You had to have. Uh, we played w- one that I know of. Um, we played down in Corpus Christi for an Otitis show, Otitis Media. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, they they were one of the bands. Cool. And I feel like I, I may have only seen them one other time, and I don't think we played that show. So they're, they're kind of label mates of yours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they put out, I think, two releases on Otitis Media. Yes. Both of those are great. So. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of them, and uh, very cool that you guys are on Otitis too. So it's, yeah, it's becoming a, a pretty cool pop-punk label, you know? Parasites, yeah. Dropped Out, and uh, yeah. Oldeon, man. Uh, yeah, he, he, he's done a, a bunch of stuff lately, too. Like, n- uh, Nothing Lost out of... Uh, San Antonio. He does a lot of like surfy stuff, right? Oh yeah, he does a lot of that too. Yeah. Yeah. And 
There's knocking chucks also from San Antonio. Oh, yeah, I'm dude. pretty sure that that was on there. Yeah, yeah. They're a cool band as well, man. They don't seem to be as active as they probably should be, you know? Probably, yeah. I feel like they... <laughs> I've noticed they played with... I forget what band it was, but it was one of the like the bigger bands like touring through, hmm. and they played that. But other than that, I don't. I haven't seen them. All right, dude. Last but not least, the Borderlines. Had you heard them before? I had not, dude. And I'm really glad that you showed me this because I really dig this song. Like this song is is awesome. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and Andrew, Andrew, who used to play in uh, in the wonderful Leftovers. I don't know if you ever heard Leftovers before. No. Oh, dude, great band from Maine. Um, Kurt Baker's band. I mean, he was the he was the lead guy, so you say it's his band. But um, the Borderlines, you know, they don't sound just like the Leftovers. I fucking dig them. They, they've been around for a while. They've got a few things out. Um, the first EP that they had was, I don't even know at this point, years ago. Maybe like, maybe even 10 years ago or something it came out. Maybe not that old. But um, it was killer, and I'm super excited to see they're still going. Andrew sent me the the link, and uh, it's it's a song that's already out. People have probably already heard it, but uh, it's certainly worth some attention. It's called Innocence Thrives. said that all weird like innocent thrives like i didn't mean that <laughs> like a I <laughs> movie <laughs> i didn't mean for it to come out like that but i was just uh i don't know but cool band i can never describe bands that sound like that you know they're like adult pop punk yeah adult contemporary power pop or something <laughs> there's just so many like influences you can tell like 
it's not just pop punk. Oh yeah, I don't know how active they are. I know they've been playing a few shows. Maybe I shouldn't say a few. They, they've been doing some shows as of late, but I don't even know who's. I don't know much about them. I just know Andrew used to play in the Leftovers. Uh, they're probably just as good as the Leftovers, actually. So cool, cool stuff. If they're anything like this, I I'll dig it. Leftovers are uh, more. I don't know. More party kind of pop <laughs> punk stuff. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Leftovers are great though. Check out uh dude, they check out On the Move. They have an album called On the Move. It's it's perfect, actually. Perfect pop punk record. Alright, dude. Let's talk about uh let's talk about dropped out for a while, man. Uh really quickly, back to the border borderlines, because sure, they, yeah, they yeah. covered J A R. Uh I saw it on their uh band camp. And which is oh the my Green favorite Day song. Green Day song yeah uh, we we actually had covered that like a couple years ago like before the pandemic like we we used to cover that quite a bit so okay I re- I really liked their take on it they did an acoustic version it was great I don't know how that song goes what album was that on what Green Day album was that on that that was on the the Angus soundtrack oh okay. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. at it now, yeah. It, I hadn't seen Angus in du- a long Dookie time. Dookie era-ish. Yeah, maybe Insomniac. Uh, that's, a, that's a great movie. Insomniac era, whatever. But um, yeah, yeah, I just can't I, get it I in my head. I don't, I don't know the song. I'm sure <laughs> I've heard it, but I'm not a huge Green Day fan. <laughs> I, I like Dookie and before. Oh, yeah. Everything else, like, it starts to kind of like, not that I hate it. I, I don't hate Green Day at all. Yeah, yeah. But I just, eh, I just, it's not... The Green Day I'm gonna pick. <laughs> if I'm in a Green Day mood, it's it's probably gonna be Dookie. <laughs> kind of what I do is I'll uh I'll like listen to like Kerplunk and I'll be like yeah yeah it's Kerplunk rules and then I'll listen to Dookie and I'm you know Dookie rules and then I move on to Insomniac and I forget how good that record was and I, I probably didn't listen to that one as much as say Dookie or Kerplunk you know. Mm-hmm. I'll hear things on those albums and I'm like wow this this album is actually a lot better than I remember you know. Mm-hmm. And then at some point I'll, I'll kind of go down that rabbit hole, and at some point I'll I'll hit uh, I'll hit something like American Idiot, <laughs> you know that door yeah. shut that door shuts exactly. for me. I can't. I never <laughs> I've never actually listened to that record, American Idiot. I I don't think I've listened to it uh, completely. Like maybe a song or two, like the hits, like where you have to listen to them. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, yeah. man. I remember when that came out. It, it was just like. I was just so disappointed. Like it's like, eh, uh. it's when he started. He also like I I don't know if anyone else notices this, but like he sings differently, yeah. like, from that point on. Like, and it's it's a higher pitch, and it's like, ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's disappointing. <laughs> I don't know if the record's all political, but I don't want political songs from Green Day. I guess it just doesn't. <laughs> doesn't do it for me. I don't like political music typically, you know. Like the only mm-hmm. the only political band that I really really love is is probably Capitalist Kids. Yeah, he he does it in a way where it, like it is, but it doesn't feel like <laughs> it. it. Still sounds like a love song mostly. Yeah, he he's really good with. I I love his lyrics. Like he's very clever. He is like mm, I'll say it. He's just as clever as Doctor Frank. You know, <laughs> that sounds kind of weird to say, but he's fucking great, and he's such a good songwriter. And just to be able yeah. to to pull off the, 
his wordplay, you know, he 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 obviously mm-hmm. takes huge influence from from Frank. We all have a little cognitive dissonance. The only way to make it through the day now is it? There's a bird on your head and you're kissing it. So confusing. Head containing thoughts conflicting. Narrow world you constricting. Despite pain, I insist in you keep it all in a dimple. Oh, I write a little song about the things that are wrong. Cause it's easier in some in this race. The little rocks so are to grow with the tanks while they roll over our bones with surgeries. kids man <laughs> i fucking love that band i the first time we got to play with them i felt like yeah like we made it like yeah up, gets to play with like the coolest band in austin <laughs> are they the coolest band that's i mean i mean to me <laughs> i feel like oh i i mean they're they're t- top top three <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know i know two bands from austin uh, off the top of my head, it's dropped out in Capitalist Kids, <laughs> you know. And I've known, <laughs> I've, I, I mean, I released uh, Seven Inch for for Capitalist Kids, and mm-hmm. I was a huge fan back then. I loved the first album, and I love all their albums, but um, just totally dig them. And I just, I always assumed that nobody cared in Austin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it seems like that's how it is everywhere. Like all these bands, you want to see, you, you can't wait to see them. But you see them in their hometown, and no one else gives a shit. You know that's the way it is for everybody. It seems like. Um, I don't know <laughs> if that's true. I there there's the the faithful crowd that's always supportive. I, I feel like we've got a pretty supportive scene out here. I think that's how I heard of you guys. Was I just see uh, you know Jeff Jeff Iran posting maybe capitalist kid shows, and you guys would be playing with them or something. So your name was popping up. And right. uh, I think at one point I just—I was, was wondering how you how you would have we we would have gotten on your radar because I feel like I I don't do very good at like <laughs> getting our name out there. Yeah, I I mean I don't know for sure, but I assume I, I know that you guys have played with them at least a, a couple of times. Um, I just yeah, I I I'm assuming it's through Jeff. You know, Jeff posts something and you guys are on the bill a couple times. I I remember going to the Bandcamp page and hearing you know the first record. Um, not the, not the, it's the, it's all good. Yeah. The, the, the second one. Is that the second one? Well, the first one. Yeah. The, the first thing looks more like, uh, I don't know. It looks, it's like a huge collection of songs. Kind of. It, it's, I did a remaster. Like we, in 2015, uh, we did, I think it's like 15 songs. And then like in 2019, I decided because. I got new plugins and Pro Tools that I was like, oh, I can re like mix and master this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, make it sound better. So then I I re-released it as like a double disc kind of thing. Okay, and it has all the, like the demo versions and 
Yeah, there's like Canadian demos on there. What does that mean, Canadian demo? <laughs> oh, well, our first demo was called uh, one, "Dropped Out" is one third Canadian because our, our drummer at the, he, at the time he he was Canadian. Oh, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> he went to college with uh, some of the guys from uh, Hans Gruber and the Diehards, and he was he was in a band with Hans from Hans Gruber and the Diehards, <laughs> and I guess they as a band moved here. I think. No idea. They were, yeah. They, the band was called uh, Bear Suit Sucker Punch. <laughs> I know Hans Gruber just played in my city like maybe a month ago, but I, I'd never heard of them. I just I, I saw they were a ska band, <laughs> and uh, uh, I didn't go. <laughs> I mean, they are ska, but they are also not ska. They they are they are a, a plethora of things, and I I love them. I love them as people. Like. Rosie, uh, she ended up singing on the 20 Below cover that we did. Sweet. I was going to ask who that was. So, yeah. She sounds killer, dude. Yeah. (laughs) When we were recording the album, I guess they were doing Hans Gruber stuff. And she, we've been playing the the song on this record. It's called uh, Coronary Thrombosis. Yeah, yeah. But we've recorded that. On every album so far. Yeah, heart attack, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it's just like our the the song that everybody always used to yell for us to play. Okay. But when we were recording this time, I guess they were in the studio. And we were recording with the same guy, Drew Leclaire. Um, and I guess she just like, I want to sing on it. I want to sing like so. I guess he's like, okay. So he pulled it up and he 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 let her sing some backup on heart attack, which uh, led to. Are doing the uh, 20 below. It's warm out tonight, but I'm freezing. She says she's moving out, but there's just no good reason. I try to tell her not to go.
let's just jump right into it. 20 Below is, I mean, that's a great song, right? I'm a big Teen Idols guy, yeah. and it's a <laughs> fucking great song, but I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody do a Teen Idols song that was that good. Besides the Teen Idols. I mean, Teen Idols are one of those bands <laughs> that I don't want to hear another band do a Teen Idol song, you know? I don't want a Teen <laughs> Idols tribute because it's not going to live up to it, you know? So when I when I saw 20 Below on there, I, of course, you, you kind of skip to it. <laughs> and, dude, <laughs> it's fucking incredible. You kind of, I mean, you I know what I'm listening to. I know it's it's not that different. But it's yeah. just, <laughs> just, it reminds you of how cool, I mean, the Teen Idols do it so good. But when mm-hmm. you guys do it, it's different just enough that it reminds you or it just makes you think of how great of a song it actually is. It doesn't matter that it's Teen Idols playing. It's just that it's just a fucking cool song. If that yeah. makes any that sense, you know? That was the first know? song I, I ever heard them, and I've always wanted to do it. And Tron, I think Tron and I kind of have the same idea of, like, when, when we do covers. Instead of, like, I know a lot of people, like, try to make it their own. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just like to, I like the song for what it is. So I, I just like doing that and, yeah, just staying true to, like, the actual song is how I think we like to approach it. <laughs> Dude, it, it sounds amazing. I'm, like, one of those guys that I don't want to hear Teen Idols covers, <laughs> you know, I just because, <laughs> you, I mean, the Teen Idols just had a certain energy to them, you know, and all their stuff. And it just you can't match that. There's there's something special about that band, and just the vocals are always just just unique enough that nobody can do them. And you certainly don't sound like him, but you sound you kind of made it your own by not making it your own, you know? Because it just sounds the production on that record's killer though, your record. Yeah. So it has a Drew great sound. Great. But dude, I love it. Thanks. <laughs> and and what was her name? Rosie. Yeah. Yeah. She was. I was like. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I'm like, who's going to do it? Who's going to do Heather, you know? And uh, she nailed it, man. We had originally uh, been talking to our friend Kevy in the butts. And we were trying to get her to do it. But we couldn't get kind of get schedules. And we were just, I guess, we, we wanted to get this record done because we had been working <laughs> on it for so long. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rosie came along and we're like, yeah, oh yeah, that will work. That she'll do great. <laughs> yeah, no, she did, dude. It's you guys. You guys killed it. Yeah, but no, I, I always considered the uh, "It's All Good" to be the actual first album, not knowing just because the other one seemed like <laughs> it seemed like a bunch of demos. You know, like a, it seemed it looks like a collection of songs because there's so much there. You right, because there's so many. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, honestly, I kind of look at both of those as demos. Really, I mean, like this record because we actually like recorded it with someone who knows what they're doing <laughs> yeah and... you can uh it certainly <laughs> sounds better not that those other yeah. ones sound terrible or anything but <laughs> yeah you, you got a good sound on this new one yeah we we had heard what he did for hans gruber on their their second album and it sounds great cool so yeah he he was really easy to work with too we went in and it just felt really natural he was really cool i we're definitely gonna do all our stuff with him from now on. <laughs> I think when I would hear, I, I'd listen to "It's All Good," and it's there's some great songs on there, and maybe it's the production. You know, production's good, um, but I don't know. Maybe that with the new album with with "Get Lost," um, it feels like it all kind of came together. 
you really found. <laughs> he he found got us to you know? sound how how we should sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's something overall in your sound that I, I I'll figure it out one of these days and I'll let you know. I'll send you a text, but <laughs> I can't figure out who you sound like. But it, it's bugging <laughs> me because sometimes I mean, and and I said it on I think the last episode um, about you guys was I hear capitalist kids. And I don't know if that's just because I know you're from Austin and, you know, I was, you know, it makes me think of them, but I definitely hear some of that. I hear some of that throughout the whole album, but I also hear, you know, some Lillington's, you know, some Cody kind of influence and uh, from the inside out, dude, that song, man, it sounds like Bob Mould playing, you know, Husker era Bob Mould. That guitar tone is fucking excellent.
I don't know. Is he an influence? <laughs> uh, I can't say that he is. I When he said his name, I'm like, I don't know who that is oh, until dude. he said Husker. <laughs> Sounds awesome, man. And, you know, not that you guys are reinventing the wheel or anything, but I, I, I hear a lot of different things going on. Yeah, I, th- I, I mean, I'd like to th- say just because I have such a wide variety of things that I'd listen to, <laughs> and I try to just, like, take from everything, really. I, I'm not just a, like, I listen to Ramon's pop punk, but I also listen to, like, Fat Records stuff, and those are two different styles. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, yeah, it's just a melting pot of everything I listen to. I think on the first record, like the first song on uh, on the first record, it's all good. On it's all good, the first song, it definitely has that, you know, that no effects kind of guitar sound. You know, once in a while, you guys do that. You you break to that that fast, you know, more fat recy beat. You know, but you do it in a really cool way. Like you figured out a way to kind of melt the two styles together, and it wor- totally fucking works. Thank you. <laughs> so how did you get into like punk rock? curious um i feel like i came in 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 the era of green day ish yeah but i feel like i didn't really know like when i was listening to green day in what like 94 like i didn't know that was punk i had you know i don't know what punk is uh but i i knew like that i liked that yeah, it's yeah. Like, even like I, I like the goo goo dolls at the same time like <laughs> Cool. A boy named Goo, and if you if you go back and listen to that that record, that is a punk record. I don't I I will say it till I die. That is a great punk record. Um, Dude, I will tell. Yeah, I'm not I'm like, not a, I'm not a big Goo Goo Dolls guy, right? But you're right. <laughs> I don't say it's a punk rock record, but at the time compared to the other shit that was out, the Goo Goo Dolls. I mean, they were so much better than everybody else. The songs were better. You know, it wasn't. But they had been doing it for so long, you know. Yeah, they were they yeah. were pros, and uh, I'm not a huge fan, right. but I can definitely <laughs> appreciate, um, you know, because I'm, I'm a big replacements fan too, and so they were definitely uh, stealing from the right areas, you know. And, uh, and they have Bob Cavallo for uh, producer and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, related or to you? Rob, or what? Rob Cavallo. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I do have an uncle Bob, but it's not. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he did some great stuff. Of course, Dookie, and yeah. he did the Muffs. I'm sure he's done <laughs> yeah. so much other stuff I don't know about, but <laughs> Dookie is obviously what he, uh, you know, his claim to fame, right? Right. But yeah, I like I I didn't know what punk was, and I I don't think I really got into like punk rock until right before high school. Like my my sister's boyfriend got me into the Ramones. Cool. And like. That's kind of when where I started, and like Mr. T experience. Nice. I remember the first time I heard "Love Is Dead." I oh, was yeah. just like, "Yes, this is what I love. <laughs> like this is this is it." But then as I got older in high school, like I started to like kind of move away from that kind of punk, and I got into like crust punk and like grindcore and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I feel like I didn't really get back into, I don't know, I guess pop punk until 2003. Okay. And, uh, my friends, uh, the, I started hanging out with people I worked with and they were like into like strung out and, uh, Lawrence arms. 
And I feel like Lawrence Arms is kind of what kind of started to really pull me back in. And yeah, I just, we started a band and we were a pop punk band. So your, what was your first band then? Uh, well, my first actual band was, that we were called Crustacean Nation and we were a just crusty punk, <laughs> hardcore-ish band. Crustacean Nation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we used to sing about crabs. Nice. <laughs> but I, the next <laughs> band that was actually a real band, uh, we were called Curse of the High Ride. Okay. And uh, uh, Jenny from Bad Cop, Bad Cop, she was the singer of that band. Oh, really? And so we, we started that band, and we we were probably a band for only maybe a year or two. We got to play uh, Warp Tour, which was kind of kind of cool, but at the same time, it was a terrible experience. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What? Like it, you toured, or you just played like? The no, we just we just got to play. Well, actually, I'm from California, so this this is Cal- back in California days. I'm I sorry, thought I, I thought you were from Buffalo. Didn't quite mention that. Well, <laughs> holy fuck, dude! <laughs> I, I I I was born in Buffalo and I lived okay. there till I was ten, and then I moved to California. That's why you're until... a Cougar Dolls fan, huh? Probably. Yeah, they are from Buffalo, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, re- I remember seeing the name video, and they they did. Uh, some of it at the Buffalo Bisons baseball stadium. I was like, hey, I've been there. <laughs> cool. But yeah, so I, I lived in California pretty much until 2012. Oh, so okay, okay. Basically, I've, I've only been in Austin for about 10 years, yeah. Where'd you live in California? I'm just curious. Orange County. Okay. <laughs> the OC. <laughs> <laughs> the OC, huh? Yeah. I don't even know what that means, dude. From someone that's never been there, like... I, I've heard the OC in Orange County. Is that just like <laughs> Los Angeles as a whole, or it, is it like somewhere it, else? No, Los Angeles is 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 north. Okay, like, it, it's basically in between San Diego and LA. Is it by where's the nuclear tits in the Descendant song? Uh, that is because that's on the way to San Diego. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to say just... San Luis Obispo, maybe, uh, which is like. I don't know, like it, that's in between also Orange County and San Diego. That's like, where uh, I know it's Haley and the, the Crushers way. are from. Oh, okay. You don't know? I think that I can't say no. it, so I won't <laughs> even try to repeat it. I think that's where her and uh, her husband are from, Haley and Reed. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, okay, okay. So, anyways, you lived there for a while. Yeah, and we we played the the Warp Tour in Sacramento. Cool. Uh, one one day, and. It was like, I was not used to the heat. Like, I don't know, some something about the Sacramento heat, and there's no shade, and we had to pay for all our water, so I was like so dehydrated all day, and it was just like miserable, <laughs> and I remember just being like in the worst mood, like I just wanted to die. <laughs> they make bands pay for water? No, no, well... That's weird. We were on a really teeny tiny stage. Like, not, like, I honestly don't even remember who we played with. But, yeah, it was just a teeny tiny stage in the corner, in the back where nobody was. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I I remember just, like, being so hot. I laid down on the ground. I was just like, just just die. I can die now. (laughs) Was this when, I've I've never been to Warp Tour. 
Um, but was this when it was more of like a, a punk festival, or had they started to go metal yet? Because uh, I know for a while it's just like they, metal bands, right? I think they were. They that's kind of like they were leaning towards that because Atreyu uh, was one of the like the big bands playing that time. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like they always mixed them up, but at one point, it, you know, it started to tip towards metal. You know, metal core, whatever yeah, they call it. You I, know? Yeah. I think that was kind of where it started to really tip over. But, yeah, that, I had never been to a Warp Tour, and uh, part of me is just glad. I mean, because if it was anything like that experience, I would not have enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool that you guys get to play it, though. Yeah. It, it's a funny story. I mean, if anything. <laughs> How do you get a gig like that? Do you, do you have to get asked, or do you um, audition, or what's the process? There was a guy, and I don't even remember how we knew this guy, uh, but he used to, like, book our shows a lot. And he just, I guess, stumbled upon, I guess, the stage. I think it was called Shira Girls Stage. <laughs> and they were looking for bands with either female singers or, like, full female, like, bands. And they basically just said, hey, s- send us, like, your music and where you like three cities you would be willing to play and so we did and they just emailed us back oh you're gonna play sacramento i was like damn it so far (laughs) (laughs) that's like i think it's like eight hours from orange county seven hours hmm but it it was a fun trip i mean like the, the trip itself was a lot of fun we we got all like a bunch of our friends and they all came up with us awesome what was the name of that band again? Curse of the High Ride. <laughs> Curse of the High Ride? Yeah. It, it's kind of like taken, like, there's a movie called Safe Men. And I, there's a scene in it where they, they're talking about something. And he, he's talking about the high ride of his, like, pants. And, like, somebody said Curse of the High Ride. And it just kind of stuck. It was funny. I just Googled it. It's a it. great movie, though. So if you haven't seen it, you should see it. It's funny. <laughs> I think this is you guys. Oh yeah, that's I see her. So the country song. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's a real thing. Okay. <laughs> I was just kind of curious of what 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 it was gonna be like. Yeah, I mean, she is a, a phenomenal uh, songwriter. She always has been. Like she wrote all the songs, and she 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 writes songs. She she can paint. She can bake. She can paint. On her baking, <laughs> like she she's got a yeah. She mean bake? What does that mean? She makes cakes and stuff. Oh, that kind of bake. Like I'm Jenny, an idiot. Ba- like Jenny bakes is her. I think. Uh, I guess she has. I think she has a YouTube channel now. Jenny bakes. <laughs> My wife, uh, she's a baker. She bakes cakes oh. and decorates them. And she works for a. Um, she works for a woman who has who has won like the baking contests on uh, like Food Network. Like she's really? she's won like three times in a row. And she opened oh, up a bakery here. She's crazy. from here. And yeah, mm-hmm. my wife works there. So that's cool. she's a baker too. So how do you end up in Austin from then? In about 2012, I, I had lived here actually like a, in 2011 for a little bit because my brother had moved out here and he... I don't know. I guess I just came out to check it out. Uh, but then it di- I didn't last long. Like, I, I went back to California. 
to try to go to school. But that also didn't work out. So then I signed up for DeVry. And I, I got, I came out here to go to DeVry so I can live with my brother for free. Cool. <laughs> and yeah, that degree went nowhere. What's, what's, what you. was your degree in? <laughs> uh, d- uh, multimedia design and development. <laughs> Basically, like I, I started because I wanted to go, like I wanted to like web design. And, but I, I really, they really weren't teaching me anything really useful. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was funny. I was originally just trying to get my associate's degree just so I could have a degree. But then since I felt like, oh, I'm not really learning anything. Maybe if I go for the bachelor's degree, that's where I'll learn everything. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, nope. Nothing. Huh? It's 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 a wa- wasted, wasted time and money. <laughs> That's how I got here. <laughs> and then you just stuck around, huh? Is it cool there? I you know because Austin's one of those places that everyone says, ah, oh, it's so cool. You know, South by Southwest, and I don't know, like it's um, the music capital of the world. You know, and this and that. It's like, well, <laughs> music's okay, but not all music. You know. So I've right. I've always been a little, you know. I I avoid big things like south by southwest to me is just like no no thank you <laughs> yeah i would totally avoid um, that too especially i mean since i the last three years maybe four years or so i've, I've had a courier job and um going downtown during south southwest is just like no i don't don't send me down there please <laughs> There's like nowhere to drive. So it's pretty crazy. But yeah, I mean, well, honestly, I since the pandemic, I, I don't know. Because 2020, they didn't have it. And I don't know if they had it last year. And then this year, I I avoided downtown. Like, did not go anywhere near it. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, when I was younger, like high school, um, there was like a local band here that was pretty cool, right? And they, they toured a little bit. And I remember they were they played South by Southwest, and that was a huge deal. It was always like, mm-hmm. yeah, they played you know South by Southwest. I always kind of thought to myself, isn't isn't there like thousands of bands there every year? <laughs> like, is it really that special to play it? I wasn't sure because it's not like it's it's like spread out, right? It's like throughout the whole city. Like every bar has a uh, show. Yeah. Um, and what what makes I it so, so special? Is I don't know. Like. like- are there like showcase shows a lot where like all the big wigs are and you're gonna get signed up right away or what? <laughs> I to, to, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. I know that it's just there's a lot of shows and there's a lot of different kinds of yeah, shows. Yeah. So it's not like, and it's it's not like like fest where it's like it's punk, like it's specifically like punkish stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just everything. So, yeah, I did not pay. The only the only time I, I remember is in I think it was the first year that I lived here. My friend came to visit and he wanted to go to a show, and I went with him. And but it was so hot outside. I was just like, this is not worth it. So then I I just like I have to go home. I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it might have been the same day that uh. Uh, ben Weasel. <laughs> I was gonna uh, ask punch you. that girl. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. ask you if you're at the Weasel show. No, yeah, I 
I think it was the same day. I, I was just like, I can't go back out. There's not. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Banner Pilot played that show, because I, and, and I, I would have gone for them. <laughs> but I, I never, I never did get to see them. Hmm. Yeah, I never did either, dude. But no, that's that's <laughs> cool. Um, I just had no idea. Like I'd never been there. I don't know how crazy it gets, but to me, like a music fest is. Especially a, a general music fest where, you know, all kinds of different... That's not yeah. for me, dude. I don't want to... I want to go to, like, a pop punk fest. That's what I listen to, yeah. you know? I don't... Right. I don't know. I don't know. But you guys are playing fest this year, right? Yeah. And th- that is... To, to me, that it's it's great. Because it's like the Warp Tour where I would have never gone just because there's so many, so many people. And I have social anxiety. So it's like I don't do well with crowds. But I like I want to go, but I just like I always talk myself out of it, like so I have to play, so I have to go. So, <laughs> um, how come you guys aren't on the poster, dude? Oh, uh, we they made two posters. Well, I mean, I guess they made three posters. The the original one, and then the second wave of like announcements because they did it in like two batches. And we were on the second batch of announcements, I assume, because we're smaller and, like, nobody knows who we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they made so they made the original poster for the show, and then they made two for the second wave, and we're on one of the second okay. posters. I've never been to Fest, and I've never wanted to go. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I always... I always had this assumption that it was run by the people that like no idea records, and and I I wasn't a big fan of no idea records. Like it wasn't it wasn't that they had like bad releases or anything, but I think they screwed over a bunch of people, including me, um, at some point. And I just I don't know. Like I always thought, you know, the fest for me it doesn't look it's not a bunch of bands that I want to see. You know, like this year I don't I wouldn't go see Anti Flag or you know, cursive. It's just not my thing, you know? I don't know. There's always great bands that play, though. There's always a hand, at least a handful or two of fucking wonderful bands that are playing. My problem this year, dude, in the poster, I looked at it. The fucking Methadones are playing, and they're, they're, they didn't even get the big font, you know? Like the big text. They're at the bottom. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so I looked at all the big, you know, like on each side of that pumpkin, there's the bigger bands, right. you know, Hot Water Music, Anti Flag, blah, blah, blah. You know, Menzingers, Bouncing Souls. I get it. They're big bands. But then in the small print, yeah, Methadones. Like, that doesn't make any sense. How how, how are the Methadones not at the top of that? I couldn't tell you. You know, I don't, and this might, I, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I don't think I've ever really listened to them. Oh, dude, you got to listen to the Methadones. If you like that Borderline <laughs> song, you're going to love the Methadones. I, know, I the other day Tron was actually wearing a methadone shirt and I thought to myself like I should probably give that a listen. Yeah, dude. Methadone's rule. <laughs>
through this whole list because we had kind of talked last week about maybe talking about the fest since you guys were playing it Mm -hmm. i knew it was going to be a challenge to uh (laughs) i went through it and picked every single band that i would want to see (laughs) dude it's not a very long list um it's not worth the 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 three-day pass not for me not for me dude i seriously going down this list i wish they would have done different colors for different bands on the bottom because man it's hard to it's hard to read through that oh yeah Right. But um, I have a list. You got a list? Did you like? Who do you want to see? Oh, like, yeah, there, there's a few that I want to see just because like they're sort of friends. I'll, I'll just, I'm just gonna list four r- real quick. Just sure, they, sure. It, I feel like I count them as one. But brake lights are playing this year. Oh, see, and, I didn't. They're not uh, on the poster friend, that I saw. Or I would have put them on my list. Oh yeah, they're they're on the same poster we are. Okay, see, I did. I don't have that so poster. You, you're probably missing a. a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe uh, one or two, <laughs> but yeah, uh, brake lights. Our friends in the butts, and then uh, bad cop, bad cop, obviously. Uh, and then we've played with Boss's daughter a few times, and I like them a lot. So I've never heard of them, but uh, yeah, I don't have that poster. Um, brake <laughs> lights are great, beast. dude. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't know they were playing. They would have made my list. <laughs> um, I had bad cop, bad cop on my list. For some reason, dude, I was, I was, I don't want to say I wasn't a fan, just, I just wasn't a fan, you know, and right. when I'm at work, I'm usually listening to Spotify or something, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. they keep coming up, dude, and I keep going like, who is this band, you know, and it finally hits uh-huh. me, I'm like, oh, it's Bad Cop, Bad Cop, so finally I went and I started listening to them, you know, not just yesterday, but, you know, within the last year or so, and I'm like, they're a fucking great band, actually, so it's just something that I just never... I never really uh, listened to you until like they, yeah. you know, kind of forced it on me. Now I dig it. It's cool stuff. Yeah, there. I I like that each because there's the three of them sing, so they each have their kind of own style. And I always like that, like when bands have multiple singers, because you kind of get that. Like it's like it's one band, but it's kind of like two bands because like they each have their own little. I Dude, style. I totally get what you mean. Yeah, it's like Teenage Bottle Rocket. You know, two singers with two different styles—not yeah. styles, but you know, two different voices—and 
yeah, like if they only did a Cody set, it would be cool. If they only did a Ray set, it would be, you know, maybe not as cool, but still cool, you know? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a Cody guy, but uh, yeah. but yeah, you you yeah. could really split those up and you, you could have two different bands. And you're right, that's Bad Cop, Bad Cop could definitely do that. Yeah, but dude, they'd be cool to see. But uh, dude, I, I definitely like Methadones, of course. Uh, Dark Thoughts, who is incredible. Mm. And the Ergs, of course. Mighty Ergs. You like the Ergs, See, dude? They're, I like a couple of songs. <sighs> like I, I've tried to. Like, they've come on shuffle uh, on Spotify a handful of times. Where sometimes I was like, "Oh, this song is really good. I like this." And then sometimes I'm like, "Yeah, not a, not liking this one." <laughs> dude, they're they're a band that you really gotta like. For me, it's an album band. You know, you just start it at the beginning and, and go all the way through. Because uh, some of those transitions from this song to that song, like, you you can't just split it up, you know? They just roll right into each other, and it's fucking awesome, dude. I'll have to give that a try, just because I, I know how important track listing is sometimes. Listen to their album, Dork Rock, dude. It's a perfect album. And it's it's they're like one of those bands that are kind of, like, just so, like, sporadic, you know? Like, there's, you don't know what's next great pop punk band but they total descendants you know worship but they just like take it in some different directions and shit and just sort of it's like they're just off the rails at times you know love lyrics yeah i i know a lot of people do like they're like really into them Mm -hmm. it's like yeah i I like them i don't i don't dislike them i like them i just don't love them but i like them (laughs) dude have you heard dark thoughts I have not. Oh, dude, Dark Thoughts. I, I did not. They may not have come up on. There was so much stuff on the because I I went straight to like I looked up a playlist, and I just like every time that I liked something I wrote it down. But I don't. I don't know if they came up. Yeah, Dark Thoughts rules too. And then um, I don't know if you've ever heard this band, but uh, it's the classic Chicago punk band called the Bull Weevils. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude. I got them on my list. <laughs> I fucking love the Bull Weevils. Like, it's it's not really, like, normally my thing, but I've, I've just been a fan since I was, like, you know, like, 15 or 16. You know, I was in high school. They they played, they used to play my city. Like, they played up here a couple times, I think. Maybe more. And I just fucking loved them. They were on Doctor Strange Records back in the day, and I just, that was just one of those labels where there was just all kinds of cool shit on it, and Bull Weevils were, like, one of the best bands on it. They just have a sound. You know, a really tough Chicago punk rock sound. Like, Chicago dudes are like, you know, it's always Naked Ray Gun. You know, that's like the band. And I, I respect that and I get it. But for me, it's like Bull Weevils. You know, they had that cool Chicago sound. I always loved. <laughs>
I just I just recently got into them. Oh yeah. Like they're they're one of the the names that like you've heard like I've I've heard the name. I've seen the like the logos and stuff like forever. And finally I I they came up randomly on Spotify and I was like, "Oh, so this is what they sound like." Man, I should have been listening to this a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they got the uh the that cover that they did uh mm. the the Lillington's cover. Yeah. And I was yeah. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, they, dude, that was last year, and they they fucking killed it. I out of nowhere, you know, because I've always been like this a, a Bull Weevils guy. I've always loved them, you know. They're not. They, they've never been my favorite band or anything, but when I listen to them, I'm always like, yeah, yeah, you know, just there's so much energy yeah. and just it, solid. <laughs> definitely. What else you want to see? Um, I guess uh, my my next one would be FYP. Uh, they were they were the first punk band that I actually went to go see at Showcase Theater in Corona, California. Cool. 1997. <laughs> All right. They played with Furious George. Awesome. I just I <laughs> I just remember that. I still have the the T-shirt that I bought at that show. I think that tour so. played in my town. I think I think well maybe they weren't on tour, but I think FYP played with Furious George here, but I did not see them. I saw FYP here, but a different different time. I I I I, I mean. I got into like the early FYP at first. And yeah, same here. I think now I enjoy the later stuff way more than I did back in the day. Like my man Grumpy, like when it came out, I was just like, it's it's not the same because they they used to be like a lot faster and harder. And I love that they they do like the really like kind of like poppy stuff, and then they'll still have the like the faster like where he screams a lot more yeah like i don't know it's it's the same guy and it's kind of like two bands in one but it's the same guy <laughs> i haven't listened to them in forever dude so I, I wouldn't say i'm a huge fan anymore but yeah back in the day i was definitely an fyp guy yeah i feel like as soon as i saw that they were on this fest i was like i'm gonna have to listen to them give them a good listen again but the my man grumpy isn't even on spotify i had to go to youtube for it <laughs> I have no idea. Um, <laughs> how about uh, how about Iron Sheik, dude? Uh, I did not actually put them on my list. I don't know why. I did, but I Iron do Sheik, love man. that band. I don't know how to describe Iron Sheik. Uh, <laughs> I, I I feel like they are a band that belongs at the fest. That yeah. sound, you know, just that. I hate to say the fucking Gainesville sound because these bands aren't from Gainesville, but yeah. the that that. <laughs> Just that image or just the thought of what kind of band is going to be playing at the fest. If you could play any band that would describe it, I think it's Iron Sheik. But I love Iron Sheik. I can see that. I mean, I fucking dig them. They're just, they have an energy and just they're doing stuff that's just so different. You know, at times they're poppy, but then they're, they're still not even close yeah, yeah. to a he, pop punk band. And he, he, like the, his lyrics are just so like from the heart I guess and just like you feel that like it's it, and I, I forget who it was somebody I know was complaining because they they thought that like every one of their records sounds the same and it's like <laughs> I, I mean it does but it it in a the the best way possible like you you're still getting the iron cheek you know yeah, it's yeah. like it, it, it's yeah I every everything that they've done so far has just been great they have a weird sound. Like they're super hard to describe. Like I was sometimes they're like they're like really bass driven, you know, like that bass just carries through and it's like, 
wow, you know, it's really cool because the guitars are always doing something weird, yeah, you know? And little noodly. Yeah, but then at sometimes it's like, it, it's totally opposite of that, you know? Great songwriters. Definitely not a pop punk band, I didn't though, put them you know? On my list. Yeah, I, that's the kind of things like, it, it's, it, it's punk and it's poppy, but it's not pop punk, I guess. Like, it, yeah, and the whole idea of pop punk, it, I, yeah, it's that's a discussion for another day. Yeah, but I mean, if there was, <laughs> if there was, um, I don't know, of that whole sound, you know what I mean? Iron Sheik's the only band that has anything even close to that sound that I want to see. And I mean that like <laughs> as as nicely as I could say that, you know. <laughs> I, I just dig Iron Sheik and uh, some of that other stuff, like Hot Water Music. It's not my thing, you know. Like they have some good stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not gonna sit down and listen to Hot Water Music. It's just I just don't get into it, you know. Not that Iron Sheik sounds like Hot Water Music, but you know they're they're in the same realm at least. Yeah, I I actually put Hot Water Music on my. I would not. Go see. I saw them. Like I like hot water music. <laughs> I saw them play once. <laughs> I actually saw them open for uh, Less Than Jake and uh, Bad Religion, and I liked them more than both of those bands. <laughs> <laughs> so at the time, at least live, I don't know. I didn't. I like Bad. Re- I like Bad Religion, but I don't know. I just wasn't into them at that show. I guess I don't know. An, an off day. And I had never really heard at the time. I don't think I had heard hot water music. So I was kind of impressed because yeah. they—the first stuff I they heard could play. was like before they kind of started to get more punk. Because like the earlier stuff is—I I mean, I wouldn't know how to describe it really, but it's—I don't want to say emo because it's not emo. Yeah, <laughs> but, I know what you mean. Yeah, the earlier stuff is kind of like how I got into them, but yeah, I still—I don't know, I. I just don't have a desire to see them, really. I don't know why. And same thing, like Avail. Like Avail was one, one of the first bands that I got into, like Lookout, wise. And I, they're coming back, and I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't really feel like seeing them either. <laughs> I saw Avail once, Not, and I mean, great live band. You know, tons of energy, and uh, they they can just like own a crowd. You know, <laughs> but. Yeah, I think those those days for me, I just I just don't have they don't appeal to me anymore. You know, maybe too angry. I'm not an angry guy. Four four a.m. Friday is a good <laughs> record though. I could still I could still put that on and listen to it. So I actually like I Dixie more. Dixie would be my record. It's a little uh, rougher. It, but, yeah, and that's know. the thing for me. I, I don't know still, why. Still good. Still. But good. I haven't listened to it in forever, dude. <laughs> you know, like I said, it's it's a little too angry for me. You know, I like more melody, more happy stuff. It was funny because it's like, I it's Lookout. They're they were not like Lookout bands, especially other bands that I liked about Lookout. Dude, but looking back, that's why Lookout was so cool. You know, they could pull it off. Yeah, true, they could have, you know, Groovy Ghoulies and Green Day and <laughs> Avail and you know whoever else, Potato Men to Neurosis, like you said. Yeah. But the Lookout sound is still, dude. I mean, when you, when you think of Lookout Records, it's still Mr. T, Green Day, Screeching Weasel, Queers, and Filth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Although yeah, that they they were one of the the bands that when I was in high school, it's like I started to get into the crustier stuff. That that was one of the bands. Yeah, 
Huh. I never liked that band, dude. Never got into that. <laughs> um, how about Dopamines, dude? Uh, no, no. I usually... It's not that, like, if somebody else put them on, I would I would be upset. But every time that they come on, uh, I'm just, I just skip it. I don't know. Yeah, not me, dude. I, the first Dopamines record is just so classic. I love it, you know? And I still like some of their other stuff. It's not that, but... Uh, they're they're one of those bands that just they're kind of like Dillinger Four, you know. Live, it's just yeah, you know, I, all the, I could all the stage banter and stuff. It's just hilarious, you know. They the banter is just <laughs> as important as the the music. I think. What else you got, dude? Yeah, Dil- I wish I wish Dillinger Four was playing this year. <laughs> I'd love to see them again. I I only got to see them once, and it was great. <laughs> hey, where do you get this other poster from? Um, because I'm scrolling through like sh- Facebook, and I'm still seeing. Oh, there's a different one. I don't know. They they emailed me ours. I thought maybe they fixed it. I thought maybe they fixed the methadones, but they did not. <laughs> methadones are. Did, did they get buried even further? Dude, I think they're even lower. <laughs> they're not even on the the top of the bottom. Dan Vapid and the Cheats is on the top of the bottom, but yeah, dude, they're not even crazy. Anyways, <laughs> looks like basically the same. Most of the same bands. Yeah, the, most of the, the top half is is the same, and then when you get kind of like midway through, I think it starts to change on at least the one that we're on and, and the other one, the one that Odd Robot's on, which Odd Robot is, I'd say, the next one I would want to see. Lone Wolf, dude. Holy shit, I did, they weren't on the list I saw originally. I'll go see Lone Wolf for sure, assuming that's... You know, my lone wolf, <laughs> not some <laughs> other one. Um, I don't see you guys on here either. Are you guys on the bottom or what? Um, I actually started from the bottom. You guys aren't on, on this list either. That I have, dude. I, I I've been I've looked through like a few of these different posters and I just haven't seen you guys on there. But um, <laughs> I know you're playing, so I I'd definitely go see you guys if I was there. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm looking back at the list. Dan Vappen and the Cheats, of course. Raging Nathans. Uh, and a Vulture Wake, which is Chad Price. Chad Price looks like he's also doing solo, which would be fucking awesome. I would love to see that. Copyrights. And uh, Tightwire, who I fucking love. Tightwire's like one of the best bands going right now. Newer bands, at least, you know. Love them. I don't think I, I, I didn't get them. Gotta go see him, dude. If, if if you get a chance to see him while you're there, check him out. Unbelievable. Uh, where, band. where are they from? They're from Minneapolis. Mini- oh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis is a, a good place. They're like, um, I don't know. You're a Dillinger Four fan. They're not like Dillinger Four. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's <laughs> it's like they're uh, they're a, they don't sound okay. They don't sound like Dillinger Four at all. But there is there's moments where you're like. You, you can hear it sometimes on a couple parts, but once he starts singing, um, two singers, of course, uh, they don't sound like Dillinger 4 at all. I shouldn't even say that, but they're like a pop, a more pop-punk Dillinger 4. I feel I feel like a, I just ha- just from your explanation, I, I have to check this out. <laughs> they're like Dillinger 4, but they're not. They're nothing like Dillinger 4. <laughs> but if you like Dillinger 4 and you like, say, copyrights, they're like... Copyrights Dillinger 4 Baby. If you like copyrights and Dillinger 4, but you also love poppy stuff like Weasel and, you know, Queers, 
Tightwire's your band, man. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love them. <laughs> you'll you'll dig them, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm always down to to hear new stuff. That's why I just I love the the idea of the looking through the fest and picking out bands and just like oh this name sounds cool and then listening. That's what I was doing today. Yeah, but that's about um, it for my list, dude. I mean, Tilt Wheels playing, um, they're cool. I, I, you know, if I was there, I'd go see them. I got timeshares. Um, Never heard of them. Not, my list is like pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> I feel out of it sometimes, especially when I look at these lists, because, dude, most of these bands I've never heard of. Oh yeah, there, there's so many that, if, if it weren't for that that playlist, it, it, I would have never. Like I probably would have skipped them. I feel like, like we could have done a, like a top five stupidest band names of the fest, and it might have been more interesting. <laughs> There's some really bad band names, man. Yeah, I, I would. I don't feel like I would be comfortable doing that because I. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't do I it, know. but I would like to. I'll do that in <laughs> yeah. private with people, but yeah, I'm right. not going to go public with that. But <laughs> there's definitely some band names that. Well, see, I don't get. I, you know, our band name, I. I don't love our band. Dude, name. <laughs> you're you're wrong because your band name is so good because you don't know what you're getting. Like seriously, <laughs> dropped out there there has to be a dozen other bands called dropped out, right? Yeah, or the dropouts or yeah, yeah. some something along it, those lines. It, to me it screams this could be a skate punk band. You know, this is gonna be a fast, out of control skate punk band that I'm not gonna like. That's what I that's what but when I heard it, it's like this is not that. This is a great pop punk band, you know? With definitely some skate punk influence at times, right? You know, but right. I think it's the perfect fit because it's, you know, and I love the bands like like Lillingtons and Rimmingtons, you know, all those bands. I love that style of band name, but I also love like Tightwire and Dropped Out because you don't really know what you're getting. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it that way, it, uh, I dig it, dude. But I, I just felt like when when we when we came up with it, I like the idea, especially because my lyrics are just so like depressing and. <laughs> They're like, a little I'm, depressing, I'm dude. Was, yeah. <laughs> like the the way that it was like presented to me is like, oh, dropped out. Like, you know, you drop out of like your friends. So you stop like talking to them. I was like, okay, I, I feel that. <laughs> so that's why I wrote the, the one song, uh, Out of Sight, Out of Mind. It's like as a theme song to like kind of explain the band name. I'm dropping out. This is what it means to me. <laughs> like not I'm dropping out of high school because... Like we get that a lot. Like dropped out of like out of school. No, not really. <laughs> the phone is off the hook. I'm leaving you with a busy tone. If you want me, can't have me.
I've been listening. To, I haven't got the album yet. You know, I don't have the vinyl yet, right? So I've been listening on Bandcamp. And I just, I'm usually on my phone, right? And I'm curious to why track two is different on my phone to my laptop. Track two on my phone, which I've been listening to, is Lord Shithead. <laughs> is, is that what it's titled? Yeah, on there? but on my laptop, it's Fingers Crossed. Okay, hold on. Let's see. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Is it not the same? Lord, Lord Shithead is the, uh, I guess, the, the working title of it. That's like what we call it. But like, I, I do that a lot. Like, I, because I, cha- I like to change the titles for, I, I have a dumb, like, obsession with, like, song titles. <laughs> uh, Lord Shithead is basically just what we, we call it, because... It's like he who must not be named. It's like it's kind of like a Harry Potter reference, where it's like Voldemort. It's like he's <laughs> Lord Voldemort, but like the song, like it's called Lord Shithead because he's just like the the person that this is about is a shithead. So. <laughs> okay, so I see the difference here. There's two, there's two dropped outs. It's, it's the same song. You're both of them. So one of them just has the new record, and the other one has I everything. If that is theirs. The the Otitis one. See it, it maybe maybe that's it too. <laughs> I'm not sure, but the one I had been listening to, I thought it was called Lord Shithead. So <laughs> yeah, it's funny because in the video that like I made a lyric video, the like the little cartoon drawings. Yeah, yeah. And like it starts off with like it's it's titled Lord Shithead, but then I cross it out because I don't know. I not that I I guess. Now, now it makes more sense because <laughs> there, there's a version of it that's called that. Yeah, definitely some uh, depressing lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm good at, I guess. <laughs> Dude, it's so good though. I love this. Who's Nicola? Oh, that is a funny story. Uh, that's just some random uh, receptionist. Nice. That I used to see all the time. At where a bank? And no, it, <laughs> I, because I, I'm a courier, so I go to like realtors like businesses and stuff and i used to see her all the time but like yeah the nicola it was her name just like kind of i was driving and i was just thinking about nicola and then nice to know you and then it just kind of like i wrote it while i was driving in my car just like her name just kept like going through my head yeah oh oh, nicola and then i just yeah i threw that together dude it's cool it's a great song man (laughs) thank you I, I always worry that, like, is she going to hear that someday? Like, and You better hope so.
It's like, yeah, it's basically just just about her name. Like everything else, like like I didn't have a crush on this girl or anything. Your name your name is just singable. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Dude, I, I I'm just looking at the song titles here, and I it it really is a really good album. It's definitely gonna make like top five of the year for sure, for sure. Maybe the best album that's not on my label. <laughs> How about that? You know? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, dude, it it is really good. I don't I don't know my favorite song. I just don't. From the inside out's cool. Last person on earth is cool. Nicole is really good. Actually, the 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 title track when I I played it last week, I think it was last episode. I don't know if you knew that, but um. Oh, no. I played I'm Still Alive. Not the title track, the, the first track, you know? Which, when I first heard it, it just fucking knocked me out, dude. Unbelievable how great that song is. I, I remember when Tron, we were recording it, and Tron, like, is doing his backups. And it's just, like, hearing it come together, it's just like, yes. <laughs> like, it, it, it's not that, it's not a complicated song. But no, no. Like, just, when he, he does his harmonies and stuff, it's like, he, he hits it, like, perfectly. Awesome, yeah, he does. I didn't know that was him, but fuck it, hey, he's he's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of them that like it, even me listening back to it is like that sounds like me, but I know that it's not me. Hmm. <laughs> like it's he's he's that like on. Awesome. I, I'm glad you like it because that that song is like I thought. Let's just start off with the, the with the drum beat like the that and the that. Yeah, it's just like yeah, this this is a first track song. Definitely, you guys <laughs> you guys sequence this album correctly. <laughs> like there's well, I have you. no <laughs> complaints about this album. It's a lot to live up to for a next record. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs>
Yeah, mo- most of my my songwriting, I feel like, is along the lines of regretting something. <laughs> like m- m- a lot of it, if you listen to it, it's probably a lot. Like it, it was moving to Texas this last time for like forever. <laughs> or well, I mean, up until now. So far, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I lo- I lost. I feel like I lost a lot of like connections that I I would have liked hmm. to keep. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of that that shines through a lot. And then my my friend, uh, the bass player of Curse the High Ride, uh, in t- 2016, he committed suicide. Oh and shit. And there, there's a lot. Like I have written a lot about how I've been kind of dealing with that. Like I'm still alive was one of those songs. Oh. Like, if you listen to it with with that lens, it might, I don't know. Yeah, now that I yeah that I think about <laughs> it, it's, it's that is depressing. But yeah, it, we always joke about it's depressing lyrics with like upbeat, happy music. So <laughs> it it balances out, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> certain bands that that's that's how they are, dude. They pull it off, you know. And you guys are certainly one of them. What's up with the album art, dude? It's cool. Um. We got B-Face um, to draw that for us. Like uh, Chelsea came up with the idea because he draws stuff, and she showed me some of his art, and so we had like commissioned him to draw the monster. I had no idea that was B-Face. And then, yeah, he, he drew the monster, and then I ended up coloring it in. Totally looks like B-Face now that I, <laughs> now that I see yeah. it. Yeah, it, his stuff is awesome. B-Face rules. That's, oh, yeah. When we got the monster, I was just like... Yes, this is exactly what we wanted. Did he do the ghost too, or was that because that ghost is from no, the old our, stuff? Our, yeah. Okay. Our, our ghost is like our little mascot guy. His name is Tad. Tad the uh, the Pac Man ghost knockoff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. But yeah, we we came up with him, him, and we've just used him since. Like he's he's a he's he's with us forever. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I now that I now that I look at it, it totally looks like B Face. You know. I should have picked up on it. It's cool, man. Yeah, dude. Well, it feels like uh, it feels like we just started. You know, like I was gonna, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna start from the, you know, start asking you the questions. How did you get into this stuff and start from the beginning of the band? But we just sort of, it just sort of flowed. Hour, hour and a half, whatever it is later. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's I don't know, but uh, I don't even know when Fest is. It's October, right? Yeah, it's a uh, the. The last it's like Halloween. Couple. It's the last weekend. Yeah. So if it's like the pumpkin makes sense on the poster. Twenty eight, twenty nine, and thirtieth. What are you guys doing until then? Any shows? Um, we are playing at the end of the month, uh, at our local punk rock spot, Kick Butt Coffee. Are you guys playing in Dallas, Texas, uh, in July at all? Mm, I might no. be there. <laughs> uh, we. How far is Dallas from have, Austin? Uh, from Austin, I think it's. Th- Three hours? Three hours? Two and a half, three hours. All right. You know, if I'm ever down there, dude, I'm going to I'm gonna make you play a show while I'm there. How about that? <laughs> you and Capitalist Kids. <laughs> yeah, if you if you go to Dallas and you know a little time beforehand, I'll maybe reach out to, like, Ron or something, and he'll, he'll know what to do. I'd like to have Ron on sometime, but I had – Jeff was on the show, one of our first guests. I think he's episode 12. <laughs> it was number 12? I think so. That is pretty early. It was like four years ago now. <laughs> so I don't remember what we what we did. I don't remember anything about it. It was so long ago, but I just know he was on. 
It was the top five Mr. T experience songs on Love is Dead. <laughs> on Love is Dead? <laughs> yeah. I do remember that now because we, we couldn't. It was like, let's do top five Mr. T. And it was like, yes, like an hour later. We should only do top five Love is Dead because that's still hard. You know, perfect album, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that record. And uh, I know Jeff's a big fan. And of course, the, the, the Sarah 7 inch that I was, you know, able to put out for them was the the mock cover of that which was unbelievable it's genius genius it, yeah it's a genius cover yeah i thought it was cool that dr frank thought it was cool too because <laughs> you know you always think he's going to be cool and people are awesome but you never know right right so you hear stories about people who are assholes it's like ah oh, but i want to like you though yeah <laughs> you know what you know what sucks is that song sarah is so good it makes you want to like her <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> goddamn, this song is so good, and this—the way that what he can rhyme with Sarah—it's unbelievable. It makes her sound awesome, and you forget that. Right. You see her in that, like, <laughs> the the rose-colored glasses. Yeah. Uh, when it's really just that's like sarcasm. Oh yeah, it's dripping, <laughs> you know. But it's just like if you didn't know who she was, you know, like right. you'd be like. She sounds like a cool chick. Who is this great, great lady? <laughs> a little weird, but but yeah, just the way he pulled that off, you know? I don't know. Yeah, and yeah, like his rhyme schemes on that is very oh, yeah. Dr. Frankish. So, yeah, again, that cover. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, he never got, he never failed at that, Jeff, I'm talking. It's like he only got better from there on out. It's never low-hanging fruit for Jeff. It's always like you never know what the next lyric's going to be. <laughs> you know, he's just he's a really good lyricist and uh great songwriter in general and just a nice guy. I heard Night Sobs they break up. Um I thought I saw I a post that he made that know. said that they moved away or somebody moved away. Yeah, their bass player Mark I'm pretty sure that his name was Mark. I know it's M. I'm sorry Mark if that's not your name. Uh but yeah, he moved to Baltimore. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I mean, it's still, and there's still hope, right? I don't know if he, yeah, I mean, he could find another bass player, but I don't know if he will, though. But, I mean, I did see something that they were demoing stuff for LP number two. Oh, yeah? So, maybe? Well, that's cool. I want another Capitalist Kids record. <laughs> yeah, they when we played with them a couple weeks ago, uh, I mean, they have a couple new songs, so with... Uh, their new uh, guitar player, Mike Murray. He was in a band called The Last Callers, which is how me and Tron actually started playing together. <laughs> uh, dropped out, broke broke up for a short period of time uh, because our, I didn't get along. Well, <laughs> our bass player kind of ba- basically said, get healthy, I don't want to play with you until you get healthy. So I was like, well, never mind. I'm just going to keep playing. <laughs> so... I, I was kind of doing my own thing, uh, and then we kind of reconciled, and he was playing in a band called The Last Callers with Tron on drums and our friend Mike Murray, who's in a ton of bands around town. And they asked me to join because their other guitar player, uh, Dan from Brake Lights, was leaving. So I kind of joined that, and like playing with Tron was just like... I love this. Like this is great. So we that's we started playing dropped out. <laughs> we kind of just branched off and cool. 
Last callers kind of stopped playing. Hey, do you know Dan Colfer? Um, not by name. Oh, Dan used to uh, Dan used to play in the Parasites, like years and years ago. But um, he works. Uh, I don't know what he does, but he's a he's a DJ for. Uh, is it Coop? K O O P. Is that the name of the radio station there? I have no idea. You don't know? Okay. <laughs> I think that's no. it. He does uh, Punk Time Melody Radio, Punk Rock Radio Hour. I don't know down there. And uh, I've never listened live. I think it's live radio. I just I just usually end up downloading them. And uh, dude, he plays like all kinds of stuff from everywhere and anything my label ever put out, I'd send to him. And he, I think he played it. You know, um, super super good dude. But uh, he's in Austin, so. I'm one. We played with them one one time. Um, this oh with parasites. The parasites. He probably yeah. wasn't in the band though. He hasn't been in the band uh, for. Okay. Oh, I. I I heard that like decades. The, 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 <laughs> yeah, he does like a revolving kind of. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's like around. Yeah, and Dan's been out for a long time. So. Dan would have been in like the, the classic lineup if if there was one, you know, like the '90s, you know. Late '90s lineup, so it's it's funny because w- when I first heard them, I was in high school, and I I heard the uh, I can't think of the song now. Uh, hang up. But they had what? <laughs> it's probably hang up. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 definitely. Everybody says that. it was on the that that lookout, and like yeah. I always liked that song. Oh yeah, and I always like wanted to like find more of them, but I just never did. It's like it's one of those things where I like the song, and I wish I would not be lazy about getting more stuff and then you forget about it and then it's just funny because we ended up playing with them and then now we're on otitis and yeah he put out that record so it's like like 16 <laughs> year old me it's like if i told my 16 year old self it's like that that's cool <laughs> it's just kind of cool yeah very cool I, i've been a, a bit of parasites guy like my whole life you know since i was like 15 years old so uh, i've been you know Forever, it's forever for me, you know. Too long, maybe. And uh, I'm a big fan, so very cool that you're on Otitis with them. And uh, yeah, dude. Noah is like. I've never great. met him, he, but he, he seems so sport. He's a firefighter, right? Yeah, I, I, he's a firefighter and I think a nurse. And I okay. see you, nurse. I have maybe no idea. Like, yeah, it's not, both both of his jobs are crazy. Yeah, yeah, more important than <laughs> my like, job. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well. He he puts a lot of a lot of effort into it. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm glad he uh, I'm glad he put out this album, your album, because yeah, yeah me too. It's and <laughs> I, I think it's gonna, you know, it's one of those records that I hope it catches on. I hope people hear it because it's fucking awesome. Yeah, they do if they hear it, they're gonna love it. You know, that's the I that's the hard so. part, dude. There's a lot of stuff out there to listen to, not a lot of good stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. You gotta like pass through a lot of shit to get to the good stuff. <laughs> Anyways, dude, but uh, I won't keep you anymore tonight. Thanks for hanging out though a little bit. Yeah, no problem. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thanks for having me. I know we met the other day, but it's not really a conversation, right. you know. Right. <laughs> like I said, it's been a pleasure. And yeah. uh, let me know if you come out and uh, try to set something up. Yeah, for sure, sure. Uh, yeah, it's not. I don't know. There, there's a there's a there's a good chance if I have, I have to go to training and it's in Dallas, so that's where I'll be going if I have to. So, don't really want to, but I actually I would I would <laughs> like the getaway. <laughs> I do. I feel like I need a vacation. Not that it, it wouldn't be a vacation <laughs> though. 
Yeah, yeah, for work. Yeah, it's definitely not. Um, as far as the next episode goes, stuff's been falling through left and right. I have no clue, but I know there's going to be another one. It's probably going to be maybe next week, shortly thereafter. Um, but until then, if you don't have anything else to say, dude, we probably just cut her short here. Well, I mean, other than again, thanks for having me on here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> when when people look at like. Oh, a podcast. Who's this guy? I've never heard of this guy. I'm not going to listen to that. <laughs> that. That's who who I feel like I am. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, dude. I'm not sure. Well, I I hope I'm interesting enough that uh, you know somebody, at least one person. I bet you we get one person. <laughs> if you're the one person that hadn't heard dropped out, and now you dig them, <laughs> post about it on Facebook. Yeah, Re- reach out. We'll take Dave and make him feel better. <laughs> So, all right, dude. Well, it's been a pleasure. I won't keep you any longer. Until the next episode, stay safe, stay cool, and we'll see you later. All I ever do is quit. 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 When you wake up in the morning, do you wonder why you're alive? After a night of staring.